sure many of you are aware that just really a few days ago, something extraordinary happened in the history of the Catholic Church in that Pope Francis traveled to Iraq and made a special visit to the Christians there, really all citizens there in the city of Mosul, a very ancient city in that country, part of the world. And you might remember if you read the stories or you just remember the history, it was from Mosul that ISIS had declared they would storm one day Rome, the walls of Rome. And so it was beautifully ironic, but not in a put-down sort of way, in a beautiful sort of way, that Rome came to Mosul. When Pope Francis turned up there as Pope, right, could have been any Pope, but the fact that this is very much in line with his own sort of missionary spirit, and when he turned up there, what I'd like to suggest was primarily happening. Yes, he was there as the head of the Catholic Church. Yes, he was there. He could talk about the faith in various ways. But what primarily happened was the encounter that he had with those people. The very fact that he got on a plane, flew over, got off the plane, and was simply there with them, eye to eye, face to face. At the heart of our faith is always going to be encounter. Before we say anything, before we preach anything, to just sit down with the other. Not in the sense of, can't we all get along? That's important. Very important to be able to get along peacefully and to talk about differences. But I mean, even before that, to say, I so value you that I'm going to sit down in your presence. Whether you decide to sit down in mine or not, Yes, visits of state are highly orchestrated, I get that, but most encounter, if it's true encounter, is ourselves just showing up and saying, here's a chair, I'm not going to force you to sit there. And that is really at the heart of Christianity. Think of how Jesus calls the disciples. He just kind of gets into their face and he extends an invitation and they decide whether they want to go or not. In that letter of Paul to the Ephesians, little passage we heard today, what do we hear Paul saying? He says, by grace you have been saved through faith. What if Pope Francis had simply gone to Mosul, right? All the hoopla there sits down. It's time for his talk. And he simply said, by grace you have been saved through faith. Now maybe if they knew St. Paul, they'd recognize that. But what in the world does that mean? I'll be honest for myself, if I just took that line out, well, I know grace is a good thing and, and I want it, and I guess somehow by grace I've been saved, and I suppose my faith is wrapped up in that somehow. But why would Paul make that the very heart of what he believed was something that totally transformed his life? And I'd like to suggest it's because for him, he's using his language, and it's stylized for Paul. It's not necessarily the language that we use every day. Yeah, faith, grace, that's church language. But is that language you tossed around with your best friend over the last day or week? Because for Paul, it meant something very pragmatic. But it started for Paul with encounter. You may or may not be aware that Ephesus, where these Ephesians live, 
Ephesus was famous as a pilgrimage city. There was an enormous statue there to Venus, the Roman goddess, the Greek goddess of love. And by all accounts, it was enormous. It was towering. We don't know where it is these days. Hopefully, they'll dig it up somewhere, someplace. And it was a pilgrimage place. People would go there. So to found a church to Jesus Christ in that town was no small thing. That was Paul walking right into a very sacred place of people who would not be terribly interested in hearing about Jesus and saying, this is where we're going to be. Not thumbing their nose at Venus. Imagine she did just fine. But really sitting there saying, we are coming into your presence because we want to encounter you. There's a reason why we're here. There's a reason why we see the world through a new lens. And today, all these thousands of years later, we've got the letter to the Ephesians because it all started with Paul showing up and saying, I want to sit here across from you, face to face, eyeball to eyeball. In the gospel, what's John's great image? The light came into the darkness. It's all about encounter. When you first see the light in the darkness, it's not preaching a message to you. It's just, finally, I can see. I'm not sure where I'm going. And I see this thing that's drawing me. And whoever is bearing the light cares enough to shine it and to leave it there so I can see it. So just a little invitation as we move now into these final weeks of Lent to think about opportunities we have to encounter others. Because when Paul says, by grace we are saved, what he means is there's something here above and beyond our own human efforts. This is where the rubber hits the road and why religion means anything. There's something supernatural about it. If I just have to rely on my own efforts at encounter, well, there are going to be times when I chicken out. There are going to be times when I get frustrated or angry, when I'm going to pick up the empty seat across from me and say, if you didn't sit in it, then tough. I'll go somewhere else. Or I'll be drawn to the place where I want to encounter others, and I'll only want to go there. Here's where my friends are. Here's where it's easy. Here's where everybody knows my name. I want to go to Cheers, right? They know who I am. And grace matters. There's something more than human effort that says, if you really desire it, and if you pray around it, and if you gather around this table, that's what they did in Ephesus before they went out and encountered the Romans and the Greeks at the great temple to Venus. That's why we do what we're doing now. We're encountering Christ, but we're encountering each other as the body of Christ. And one of the beautiful things for me, at least, about St. Joe's is you see it in this very space, how we are brought to encounter, how Newborns, toddlers, kids in grade school, high schoolers, go all the way up to seniors. Everyone is here in this encounter for a different reason. Some were brought along, some sought it out on their own, some willingly, some grudgingly, some have a joy in their heart this morning, some probably have hearts that are breaking. And the very fact that we're here around this altar and in each other's presence means that we are open to receiving that grace. There's something more here than what we can simply give each other through our own personalities and our wisdom and our experience, as important as that is.
And finally, when Paul says, it's by grace you are saved through faith, for him, the through faith is the encounter piece. By grace you are saved if your relationship with Jesus Christ is what leads you to show up. But it starts just by showing up because that's how it started for Jesus himself. So who will you encounter this week? Members in your family, co-workers, folks in the community. Maybe you've started commuting again. Whoever they are, as we all crawl out of our caves, start seeing each other with fresh eyes. And maybe just to do it with a little prayer beforehand. Lord, there's something you have to offer me that I bring to these others that I can't bring on my own. But it requires an intentionality. And I promise you, we wouldn't be listening to Paul after 2,000 years if there wasn't something to what he said. The Romans and the Greeks, in their best efforts, could go to a statue of Venus, but at the end of the day, all they could bring was what was in their own hearts, in their own humanity. We come to this altar, and what we bring is a desire, and what we take from here is something the Romans and the Greeks couldn't have imagined in their wildest dreams. By grace, we are saved as we encounter one another.